Welcome to the Backyard Conversations Podcast. What's up, guys? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of BYC Podcast. And we're here with our brother Joe, brother Jerry. Hey, man. And your brother Kevin. Yes, sir. We're excited to be here again with you guys with an opportunity to bless you, to teach, and to uh, impart something that we know is going to benefit your life in many ways, in many manners. We hope that you stick around. Make sure you share this, subscribe, make sure you like this, and make sure you... uh, Send this to your friends, to your family, spread this podcast. We want this message to spread as much as possible because we know that a big blessing is coming from our Lord. And this media door we're going to use to access the minds and the hearts of a lot of people is going to make a big difference in today's generation. So we've got an awesome topic today, my boys. Yep, we're going to be talking about religion. Uh, By the way, if you uh, are wondering what BYC means... BYC means backyard conversations, and uh, we've had conversations in the backyard uh, with a lot of people, with a lot of friends. Um, in in after the cookout, you know, when you have gatherings and and like you yep. stick around, and then you you end up Talk in a backyard everything. somehow, yep. and then you start talking about yo, this happened to me, <laughs> Some real stuff. Yeah, so um, deep waters. Yeah, you go into deep waters, bro. But um, no, welcome, guys. Uh, we're gonna be talking about religion, and uh, I'm gonna share a little bit about how religious uh, religious views affected me when I first started uh, going to um, church. Uh, so I basically grew up in Christianity. Uh, I was raised in a Christian home. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Most of the sermons that I heard were more about the devil than God. Yep. So it was like a fear gospel. It was not a the gospel that that is in the yeah. Bible. It's all like, no oh, you going to hell? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No and then the devil and the devil this and the devil that. Fam, they used to talk about the devil more than God. So um, when I converted for real to 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 follow Jesus, um, was late. In my 18s, uh, I went to church and um, went to Transformation Church uh, in Columbia, Maryland, by the way. Yes, sir. Shout out and, to Transformation Church. Yep, hey. yep, yep, yep. That's our family. That's uh, that's our home. Yeah. And uh, I went, and um, I'm not going to lie, uh, to a certain extent, um, until last year, I was still detoxing from views that were holding me back that were implanted in me even though i was not paying attention as a kid on those services they still were lingering around on the background and were not allowing me to grow um so god had to do a a little bit of removing those ideas that that have nothing to do with the gospel but their main men made rules made by men right um that um I think they harmed the church more than anything, but for sure, for sure. But yeah, there's gonna be a lot of debunking, I believe, mm-hmm. and not just probably this episode, but in many of the episodes we're gonna release. I think we're yeah. gonna do a lot of debunking. Or like my uh, our pastor says, rompiendo paradigmas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Omar rompel el paradigma. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, I believe um, a lot of people uh, don't go to church because. They're centered in the idea that every church is religious. So no matter what you say about your church, the first thing they're always going to ask is, you know, what do you guys believe in? And uh, are you not like all the other churches? Right. All, I think I think you, you try to invite anybody to a Christian church, they already have an idea of what it's like because of all the religious aspects that people have taught over the years. Yeah, dude. And I think somebody once mentioned to me um, that we as the younger generation, uh, I'm 28, by the way, uh, we got 24, right? And 21, right? So uh, we uh, have a little bit of gap, but somebody once said our generation has the most work to do because there's so many hurt people out there by the church uh, that... um, that is, it's kind of hard, and we've yeah. seen it in church. We've had uh, youth gatherings 
where you can see the presence of God moving. You can see the Holy Spirit trying to minister to people. But because they have that religious mindset, they close themselves and they put up a wall right. that, uh, that, that doesn't allow them to be filled by the Holy Spirit. Um, so the gospel that I was preached to was, um, you're going to hell if you, if you don't repent. Uh, if you go to the water park, it's not godly. If you go to the beach, it's not godly. Matter of fact, I went to a church where they separated men and women. So even when I went with my parents, with my mom, it's like I had to sit separated from my mom and I had to sit with random people. Um, I remember this one time I revisited that church because I was trying to reconnect with my faith, mm-hmm. um, with my with my wife. Um, back then she was my girlfriend. Pastor is preaching. I don't know about what he's preaching. I'm not even paying attention to this point because he just started basically saying shenanigans mm-hmm. about <laughs> how if you are overweight or if you are obese that you're so insane. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I stopped paying attention. I don't know where, bro. He looks at me and he's like, "You." You've come back. Are you ready to repent and accept Christ? But I straight up said no. Uh, I kind of feel bad, but I was like, no, in front of everybody. Oh my gosh. And then he kept saying it. He said it three times. I was like, no. And then he tried to like, kind of like force me to it. Like, this is your last chance kind of thing. Like, yeah, you were in danger. Kind yeah, of, kind thing. of uh, instead of uh, persuading you with love, they guilt trip you exactly so yeah. and, that, and that was my first experience as a christian i came to christ because of fear uh-huh. and because of guilt guess how much it lasted not much three months <laughs> yeah after three months fam i was out of the church yeah. uh i remember they tried to force me to sing and uh i'm not i'm not i can't you you guys know i cannot sing that's not my thing yeah um uh, especially joy joy knows <laughs> even when we're like free worshiping he's yeah, like oh yeah. my god uh but dude they try to force me to sing and um i said no and uh and they they, they try to force it and i told a guy the youth leader at the time that if he asked me one more time that i was not gonna come to church thought i was playing and he asked me one more time and he was like you gotta do it because you're doing it for god and I'm like, fam, like, it's not my calling. Yeah, yeah it and and uh, I stopped going. I stopped going. I went. I went. I was still in high school. I went back to high school. I um, started messing around with, you know, the wrong people, the wrong crowd. You know how that goes. Yep. I got lost, uh, but thank God that I, I found a family that I can call home, and I found a pastor that was able to restore me and guide me in the right path. So, um, how? how has it affected you? And do you think being in the, in the environment that you are now has made a difference? Because I've seen you and I, and you know, we, we battle through things together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Joey has grown in that kind of environment. So yeah, I mean, I don't think you, you yeah, know, you guys definitely yeah. had more severe than I did because my, my parents were never, the thing is, I went to a lot of churches that did that. But my dad was only there to preach, so I was never really subjected to it, you know. Plus, I always had to sit in the front because, you know, the past, the guest pastor, the guest preacher. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you guys definitely <laughs> have a more heavy experience than I well, do. Well, one of the things that I know is uh, in these very, and I don't think just these super religious churches, I think in any church in general, if you're a PK, people always look at PK. you. They always look at you. By the way, Joey's a PK. I am. I'm a PK. Yeah, he's a <laughs> pastor kiddo. <laughs> so, uh. PK. I think I think uh, PKs are always targeted by people just for the fact that you're the pastor's kid. So they always look at you, for example, the way you dress, the way you act, the way you act with people, the way you say hello. Like everything about you has to like be on the line that they expect it to be. Yeah. But when you go to a really <clears throat> religious church, it's like many more times <laughs> worse. Yeah, because. Yeah. On top of them trying to put people into this level of man-made holiness, now you're expected to be holy, but perfect. You got to be on the line. You got to be the first one there praying. You got to be the first one to say Bible verses. The, the PK kid? Yeah. They, no, I had, it the wor- I had it the opposite, dude. The churches that I went to, the, the pastor kids were the worst. Yeah, they, they didn't yeah, go no, to church. That's, that's, that's how <laughs> no, I, I would say, yeah, it's. I think it's like a, it's like a 
you know, two sided. There's two sides of the coin where yeah, it's like yep. they get a lot of pressure, but I think a lot of times they they fall under the pressure. It crushes yep. them, and then they start doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then since they're the passers, because they get you know they get a you know they get to pass under the table. Yeah, exactly. You know, they get the slide. You know. Yeah, because he's the, the minister's pass. son. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't say nothing. I think. I've seen. I've heard I some think like crazy a, situations. Oh yeah. Pastors kids. Oh yeah. No, no. I, I, I've. <laughs> I've been in meetings. <laughs> I've been in meetings. I'm not at PK, but I've been in meetings listening. Like, what is going on here? But no, that is true. That is true. But I think any uh, any young person of this generation, I think uh, that's the first thing they think that church is all about religion. That you know, I gotta go to church. They're trying to make me religious. I have to be religious. Right. I, I've I've heard people whenever I talk about Jesus, they're like, "Look, man, I'm not religious," and I'm like. I'm not talking to you about a religion, man. I'm not talking to you about converting you to a to a religion with practices and we call it dogmas, which are man-made things, yeah, man-made teachings. I'm like, I'm not trying to convert you. That I'm trying to convert you to the one true God. I'm not talking about a man-made idea. I'm talking about what the true God has said. Right. That's the difference between what we believe, our faith, and all the religions of the world. The religions of the world were based on what a man taught, what a man said, and what a man said. This is what the truth is. But every single religion in the world has always pointed to Christ in some way and in some manner has always pointed to Christ. The difference is they don't know how to get to Christ. They don't know how to access him. They don't know how to reach him. They don't know how to talk to him. But um, I believe um, the way that we describe faith now and the way that we want to teach people about faith is for them to know that we're not trying to convince them so that they can be there for a few days or they can do certain things and then you know they're worthy of grace or worthy of love on the other hand we're calling all those people that feel unworthy to understand that there's a love available for them there's grace available for them so uh while religion tries to find people quote unquote that are worthy of accessing this deity god on the other hand wants those that feel unworthy to know that he loves them do do you do you feel like um grace has been overextended in terms of like people abuse of it oh yeah like i i honestly feel like there is no they like there's very few people that you find with a balance yeah uh like either you are way too liberal or you're way too religious right and like i've i've come to like to meet people that don't have a balance it's like right. bro like where do you draw the line hey man uh, <laughs> yeah. you gotta chill with that. <laughs> like, exactly uh... <laughs> i like i don't i don't think i don't think you should be doing that right. uh but uh and then on the other line it's like man you really gonna go approach somebody and say put your pants up because you're sagging them right as if they're uh, security officers from high school yeah so it's like i've actually had somebody uh somebody do that at church this one time uh i wish i would have been there to 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 witness it because i'm like dude like don't worry about it like exactly yeah but um i I feel like one of the things too that that we had to deal with is the fact that a lot of people come to church uh with their gar up so if anybody says anything automatically they dip like if somebody says, "Oh, you should wear more makeup," or "You shouldn't sag," they they use that as an excuse and say, "Ah, I'm leaving." Yeah, They're the, judging. the church judgment. Yeah. Yeah. So I I feel like a lot of people attend church with the wrong intention. Yeah, church shouldn't be about what they're gonna say. But about reconnecting with God and then finding the path so that you can serve others and the body of Christ. Exactly. Um me sundays for me i don't know about you guys but sundays for me is a time to give and the receiving part i do it in my personal time and i think that was one of the hardest things that i had to um overcome i guess because i i like back in the day like sunday was for everybody and i had to we had to understand that sunday is for the one and not for the 99 exactly um so Yeah, it, it, it's beautiful when you focus switches to the one sheep that is lost instead yep. of focusing on the 99. Not that we put them aside, but there's extra curriculum during the week, mm-hmm. uh, like small groups and stuff that can help the 99. 
But um, I, I, I had to ask you, uh, dude, uh, how does the background of religion affected you in terms of like when you came to meet with us, um, when you came and you started seeing, experiencing what we usually uh, uh, say a, a, a church service is or yeah. a uh, worship night is. Cause, right. uh, or even the fact that, like, I don't think you were expecting for everybody to say hi to you when you first came no, in. No, no, not really. Not really. Um, I mean, I, I've been to many churches in my life. but and, and one of the things that churches lack is teaching their members how to greet people. A lot of churches they they lack that. I think the, yeah, it's very important. Yeah, and the it's fact like underrated. Yeah, like they don't know how important it is for yeah. you to say hello to that new guest because most of them are looking for a place to feel welcome to. Right. You know, this is a house. It's, yeah, it should feel like home. Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, I went to many churches where, man, even the ushers didn't say nothing. Yeah, the ushers. No, they would they would just look at me and be oh like, Oh my gosh, oh my lord, and then look away. <laughs> and yeah. then I'm walking in there like. You know, can I sit somewhere? Like, what do you think I should say? Anything? Or, you know, I'd be confused. Sometimes I'd just be shy. So I just sit all the way in the back so no one can see me because it's the middle of the service. I mean, that's one of the things. And that's another religious aspect that even till today, I'm still trying to break. The fact that, yes, when you go to church, there's a certain time where you need to have reverence. You know, you need to have reverence to the word. But one of the things that I feel so bad doing sometimes, if, if I'm late to church and it's the middle of the sermon, Sometimes I'm like, man, I don't want to go in because I'm like, the sermon is on. I didn't worship God. I didn't thank him. I'm going to just go in and sit down. How's oh, God going to view me? That's a religious mindset because they yeah. told us that. They told us that if you go to a church and the sermon is going on, they're like, don't go in there because you're disrespecting the word. You're disrespecting the Bible. But I remember there was this one time that I was late and then uh, you texted me. You were like, are you here? And I was like, yeah, I'm here. But, you know, they're, they're talking, you know, it's silent. The people are sitting down. And I'm like, I don't want to go in. I feel like I'm disrespecting. You were like, what you told me and that I remember is like, fam, you're home. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. That You're home. <laughs> that, that was enough for me to be like, all right, I'm going to go in. Because yeah. normally, normally in other churches that I've been to, bro, they don't they even open you, the door. What no. the heck, bro? No, they don't open the door. Because oh now you're disrespecting the atmosphere. You're disrespecting the Holy you Spirit. You know what that is? They don't. They're like you said. They're not going for the one. Yeah. That that's just a big uh, yeah. show off. Yeah, exactly. A, a big show off circle. Who's it's like the a museum of saints? Yeah. Right. But that's not what it is. That's not what it is. Yeah. So, in my, I'm gonna say, in my experience of church, it's just the viewing of that. Uh, of looking at the temple of God so holy, was so hard for me when I came to transformation because <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going like the worship night. That first day, I'm like, this is the worship night. And I feel bad going the way I was going because I'm like, I know I'm not dressed right. That's the first hey, thing yeah. I said in my mind. I know I'm not dressed <laughs> right. I wore a blue hoodie and some joggers and some Jordans. And I'm like, I look like I'm going to the park or something. And then I get there and everybody's dressed the same way. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. is, is this the worship night? And you guys were worshiping. You guys were singing. So that, like, that there was an instant first hit. Like, okay, these people, they come to church dressing casually. Like, yeah we're normal people where's the holiness <laughs> like, yeah and i think that that catches people off guard because then uh that lowers their standard uh in terms of like how to dress but once they start getting deep into the lives of the actual people that serve then they end up understanding that we just don't put up the suit and the tie but i mean we still if you look if you look at the way we 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 live our our standards are like our way of growing it's it's high it's yeah. like it's up there and I, I strongly believe that uh holiness is not falling into sin or, or or falling into failure holiness is having a progressive life that continue to become more and more and more like jesus yeah uh, and I had the wrong perspective about holiness. I thought it was dressing up. I thought it was not saying mm -hmm. uh, curse words or anything. And um, I think when, when you teach the right things with a genuine heart and with love, then they're able to be engraved in your heart better. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people might get it twisted when they see, oh, this is a liberal church. Or this is a liberal youth uh, ministry, but in reality, fam, I mean, 
We'd be fasting uh, before <laughs> our youth services in reality. We We'd pray. be praying before yeah. our youth services in reality. We are targeting a generation, and we know what to do in order to target that generation. Right. Uh, because now the suit and tide is an automatically, no, I'm not going to open up to you. Yep. Um, and I, I think parents, too, they have to. You know what the sad thing is? And, and it makes me really sad. Is that we have youth that come to church, but their parents don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The paternal example of the gospel is not there. It, it, yo, it, it, it's heartbreaking. It's mm-hmm. like, fam, like your kid is actually going to church and is being blessed by the church. And to a certain point, we have kids that are not allowed to come on Sunday. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do because because discouraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, or or even Friday sometimes, uh, yeah. depending on the circumstances, their parents don't allow them because it's too late or because. But you allowed them to go to the movie with their friends or with to the friend's mm-hmm. house. But you know, what can we do? Just continue praying, continue fasting. Um, so I, I think that um, yeah. Then you ask yourself why your son and your daughter got bad friends. Why exactly. she acting different? Mm-hmm. Why her social media look different? Because you don't look at who she's, she's, she or he is associating with. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's a, that's what I like about our church. We care about who your kids or your children associate with. We want to be the people that your kids associate with because we're not the type of people to induce them or influence them into the evil. On the other hand, we want them to get closer to him. Right. That's all we want. But no, that that is sad. Yeah, that, yeah, that's extremely sad, dude. And uh, I, I, yeah, it makes me sad. It makes me really crazy, sad, actually. Dude. Yeah, it, it's it, it's insane. And and in reality, is that as much as they want to badge the uh, the as well as they they want to throw shades to the younger generation about social media, about being stuck on their phone. Statistically, looking at it, the older people are getting up there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fam, you're spending a lot of time on Facebook too. It's yep. not only your kid. Now you are getting yep. up there. You're yep. you're 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 spending a lot of time looking at YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so in reality, I think at at this point, everything is being affected. Like every single age is being affected by um, social media, uh, by dopamine. Like it, you get dopamine just by sliding the reads the, the 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 slides you get dopamine by getting likes yep so yeah man i i think everybody is in danger at this point it's like that it's not only the young generation now it's like mom and dad also need deliverance yeah. mom and dad also yeah. need yeah. an awakening mom and dad also need uh, a revival in their life it's not it's not only the youth at this point uh, but it's sad to see that we have a generation that is eager to find what truth is yeah to find well, who god is and then another generation that is fed up with the religious aspect of it and don't even bother to try right right yeah i mean and it's not like you know we also don't want people to feel like we're talking about every single christian church is like that because it's not there are they till today and in the past, there were good Christian churches that focused on letting God change the people. And I think uh, in the past, and I'm talking about like the 1900s, there was churches that allowed the Holy Spirit to be the one doing things in people's lives. I heard so many testimonies of people going to church for the first time. And they you know they're looking at everybody worshiping and looking at everybody praising. They said that there was nobody directing the service. There was no ushers. It was a very humble church. But they said that even though they didn't want to. But because the presence of God was there, they automatically had to raise their hands and they felt like worshiping God. And they right. and then the Holy Spirit kind of led them to that lifestyle of following God, seeking the presence of God, knowing Jesus. But it was because those were churches that were interested in letting God change the people. And I, and I think that nowadays, if the majority of the church is focused on letting God do that change part, and we just focus on being there for them, helping them, serving them, being that being that uh, emotional, that 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 physical, that moral support, um, I think a lot of churches would be filled. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I, I think a big thing too is that 
the Bible doesn't tell us, right? Because, you know, all these religious, legalistic, right? We'll, we'll call it legalism, right? Yeah. Uh, these religious, unnecessary rules and dogmas. They'll they'll put that on non-believers, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And push them away, right? Yeah. Like like the thing where they lock people out uh-huh. during the sermon. Yeah. <laughs> that prevents someone who doesn't have Jesus in right. their heart to, to come and receive word, yep. right? And, and we're not supposed to do that biblically, right? We judge the church itself. We judge each other. Yeah. And we correct each other, but we're not supposed to just like apply all those rules to someone who doesn't even know what yeah. the first, you know, what they are in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't even, it doesn't make sense. We're just yep. going to push all these lost sheep away. And it's just completely. Not, not everybody can eat solid food. Nah, the, the thing too is that like you try to put the, <laughs> the same standard that you would put on a 20 year old Christian yeah. to, to a, a somebody that just discovered that right. there is a Bible, that there is Christ. No, nah, right. it's, it's not. It's not good. It's like, why aren't you getting up at five in the a.m. to pray? You mundano, you son of the devil. <laughs> this dude, no, <man>. no, <laughs> no, you, you was the one that was getting up at five a.m. That, that's what they did to you. you bro, we were, we were yeah, yeah, Kevin, Kevin is like, literally dramatized. Kevin. We were in vacation, trying to like spend some time together, chill, and uh, it was a boys' trip. Yeah. And uh, this man's like, I'm gonna get up at five. I'm gonna pray, get guys. up at five <laughs> and pray. And I'm like, fam, we on vacation <laughs> right now. Like you're not about to do that. Yeah, I was, I was taught that. They're like. If you a Christian at home, yeah. So when you go on vacation, you're Christian too. Then pray. So yeah, I was like, just and, and background, right? How many this times did he get up from, to pray though? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, no, but he, comes he was from, tired. Yeah, they didn't celebrate his birthdays. He couldn't play sports. Yeah, like, everything ultra, was from the devil. Right? Ultra strict. Anything like, that made up like a extreme. kid's life was from the devil. Yeah, that's yo. Like, yeah, I had I had like cassettes. Really far. I had cassettes of like cartoons, just some random cartoons that nobody knows that they bought from the thrift store. And that's what I would watch because that's what I, that was the only thing I was allowed to watch. But then all the, the all these other things that are very known, like like Pinocchio and Pocahontas <laughs> and Hercules, no, so then Diablo. Like, why though? Yeah. Why is it from the devil? The, like, yeah. they be like, they're like, you can't play soccer. Yep. Why? And the and the only thing I would hear at church as a result of that was porque se pierde los cultos por estar viendo partidos y jugando fútbol. I'm like, <laughs> what? I gotta come yeah. no matter yeah. what. I gotta yeah, come to yeah. church no matter what. I don't have a choice. I don't miss a service because my dad doesn't miss a service. So why can't I play soccer? It just didn't make sense. Yeah, I don't have that severe. I don't think I have a, a severe background with legalism at all. I don't know about you. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was scarred. No, I I quit like no church. birthdays. Yeah, I quit church because of it. Mm-hmm. So I I give up. Uh, I gave up church. I gave up God. I actually made a promise that I would never. St- step back into a church yeah i said that yeah i don't even uh, say that i don't times. even think the worst thing is what they put restrictions on it's just the pressure yeah right and i How think like doing? like even though they were super extreme with you maybe not as much like maybe they would let you celebrate birthdays but the pressure is the same yeah. like the 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 pressure to like align yourself and like conform my thing is that you, you would know? see the same people outside of church and they will be a completely different person yeah 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 no i remember i remember there was a sunday that the pastor was talking about dress code and then, I mean, he had a reglamento. It was the laws of the church. It was a thick book like that. And then it was all the laws of the church. And he was specifically talking about dress code. And he was going at it and going at it and going at it and insulting people and insulting people. And then he was talking about shorts. Yes, hombre, que se ponen las calzonetas. Arrepiéntanse. And you're sitting there like, what? Is that an old church? Yeah. And then, what is he wearing at home? And then one day, and then one day, I'm scrolling through the camera of the church because i was working in the media and i was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and then i see his son on a motorcycle wearing shorts oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't hold their yeah, own yeah i was like to, PK to gets the, gets the nah, but uh in reality look i i think that <laughs> there's people out there that are not following jesus and they're following a pastor uh, or a church yeah, that, that is definitely true they're they're following yeah, uh a denomination instead of following christ right Right. And yeah. and it's insane, dude. Uh, um, I, it, it's sad, but it's a sad reality that we live in. It's it's right. it, 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 you can't mm-hmm. can't run away from it. Right. Yeah. So um, what, what if we? Why don't we start to uh, uh, romper paradigmas? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's like? A, I know a big one is dress code. Right? A series to rompiendo paradigmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Like dress code, you know, like yeah. you know, can women wear pants? Can't can they? Right. Can they? <laughs> 
it's in, in the men's mind and eye. Yes. I mean, whether you wear pants or a dress, like if you have a good imagination, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, all about it's all about uh what you lust. You know, if you yeah. uh, if you look to lust. Because I know people that look at women that are fully dressed and they're not showing nothing, you know, and they still lust. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So it's so like so some people, yes, some people have a problem that they, they have a condition that they need to address with Jesus and get it fixed. But uh, yeah, but real. there's hey, also what, what about facial hair? Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, that's another. Did, thing, did they pressure y'all to like shape? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they yeah, made yeah. you shape, bro. They, they called us monkeys from. Yeah, they, they, yeah. There, there's <laughs> churches that legit. Monkeys. Yeah, yeah there's the churches heck? that legit don't let you allow, don't allow you to grow your hair. Yep. Oh my gosh! I remember bro. there was a youth service that they invited this. That's another thing. Yeah, it was a youth service, and they would bring these like seventy-year-old men to preach. And the seventy-year-old men would talk about their youth service. Yeah, it was youth service. Oh my Seventy-year-old man preaching to the young people, telling them, "You guys don't pray enough. You guys don't fast enough. What is wrong with you guys? Are you guys even people of God?" And then when they gave the time for him to preach, the 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 guy who gave him who gave that pastor the time, like you know, everybody welcome or. Pastor Fulano, I'm not going to mention his name because if I do, somebody's going to be like, yeah, no. yeah. No, 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 no. But um, he was nah. like, uh, he was like, let's give uh, the time to uh, to the pastor. Let's get, and that's another thing. They will not say, vamos a darle un aplauso a él, al reverendo. No, vamos a darle un aplauso a Dios por el pastor. Oh, my Lord. Once he grabbed the mic, the first thing he said, he didn't even say, God bless you. I'm happy to be here or what a privilege. He says, mire, sabe que existen las rasuradoras para cortarse esa barba. And everybody stood silent, bro. was like, bro, <laughs> yeah, like, what do you do? Like, what do they expect? Like, like, what? Yo, he embarrassed them in front of like a 500 people crowd. Uh, he was talking to uh, the guy that introduced. Yeah. Oh, bro. He was the youth president, bro. Oh what? my god, that's crazy! Man. That, was, that was so. That was yeah, so. He never got invited. I mean, I I think that. <laughs> yeah, never, no, no, he, he got invited again. Why would, oh my god, bro! That pastor, bro, my pastor, that time was like, "Ese es un hombre de Dios." No, hombre usado por Dios, bro. If you prayed standing up, he would tell you, "Arrodíllese, solo los caballos están parados." <laughs> and you say, oh, have to god. kneel, bro. And you know what? It's not even a, these things are inherently wrong by themselves. It's not wrong to wear a, a, a long dress. Or to shave or anything, but it's like when you when you attach that like stigmatism, that like requirement to do it, yeah. and that pressure. That's when it becomes like bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was like earrings, right? I have earrings on. You know, so okay. I guess you can tell the answer to that. Oh, one. pastors oh, looking nah, at me nah, nah, like, no, 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 nah. Yep. Like I got, I got a lot of, I got a lot, I caught a lot of slack for yeah. for getting earrings. Um, from a lot of people, like not even like people that didn't even know me, even people like that were in my ministry that yeah. were closer to me, I got caught slack from them. Man, it was crazy, and it doesn't even mention in the Bible. The Israelites had earrings on in the Old Testament. Yeah. Why? Why? No, my, my, in Ezekiel, there is literally a verse that equates earrings on the nose and the ears yeah. to spiritual, yeah. you know, beauty. Yeah. Why would God use earrings if, as as a symbol of as spiritual example, beauty if right. it's a sin? Right. Now, my my thing is, bro. At the end of the day, bro. If you die right now, like let's say you pass away right now, you think that really is going to matter? Like, oh my God, you're not going to enter heaven because you have long hair and you used to wear pants and you have earrings. Yeah, that, that, it's that, not going to matter, bro. Really no, thinking, bro. bro. It is this, not going to matter. Thirteen foot angel. Lord, don't let him into heaven. Why? He wore earrings. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to matter. Yeah, I even like looked up articles like are, before I got on the right. Are earrings uh, a sin? And like some of them would say yes. And I remember I, I read one that that it basically concluded no because even though the Israelites did have gold hoops on their ears, uh-huh. uh, it came from their slavery, and then they made uh, a, the golden calf by melting the yeah. the gold. Yeah, and like therefore this is bad. Yeah. And I'm like, but. It, well, isn't that what they did with it not the earring itself yeah. right right you know isn't it what you do with that like it's like let's say i get a a, a a little earring with like a freaking pagan star in it right that would be bad right yeah like, you can use this as an idol right or you can use it to idolize yourself but the earring itself like why, why are you attaching all these like negative things to it right yeah right right like these <laughs> yeah it's, it's, <laughs> I, I and like a- why is it acceptable for women and not man. Why is it sin for man? So, sometimes, specifically? sometimes for a woman, it's not even acceptable. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes for a woman, it's, it's like, because our hair, for example, our hair is different compared to women. 
like our hair won't have as much split ends as a woman does because women do different things to their hair. Oh, we yeah. do we cut our hair more constantly just, than yeah, anyone. Just, <laughs> but that's the thing. In in the very legalistic church, it's it's not well. Like they don't accept women who cut their hair. Mm-hmm. And I remember, yeah, nice long and straight. Mm-hmm. So I saw I they saw a documentary. I saw a documentary of women with super long hair, yeah. just because they were trying to show that holiness is beauty. Yeah, I seen that. And then I'm like, what is, it, what is long hair? And I, I'm just. And then they they go to the that's the thing. They go to the Bible, and they look at a lot of the teachings that Paul did, and that's that, that's where I think a lot of those teachings come from. They come from what uh-huh. Paul tells. He tells so the like different the pastors. Yeah, he tells them about the veils. Tells them about the woman staying silent, mm-hmm. about women not being ministers, about men, um, men looking nice. He's like, men have to look representable. They have to have this. They can't have this. They can't do this. They grab onto that and they say, like, this is the ideal Christian. But that's the thing. They don't know that in that day, Paul used those things to form those churches because of where those churches were living. Well, yeah. That's the thing. The yeah, area where many of specific, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like many of those churches were in areas where you can literally dress like the people, look like the people, and you don't look, you know, you don't look no different. So Paul was trying to shape that church in a way so they can be look different, be different in that region. Nah, and they needed it too, because yeah. some of those churches, bro, you read that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> wait, things. wait, wait, wait. It's like the, the, the son is sleeping <laughs> with the mother, yeah. and then what? The husband knows what, like, celebrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always like, some, you gotta, some, some you gotta, crazy stuff happening. Throw in him out and give him yeah. over to Satan. But legalistic people don't grab that. They don't grab that. And give the people to Satan part. You know, they only grab the women. Put the veil on, and that's it. Yeah, they don't know that stuff. You know, it just doesn't, doesn't yeah. make sense. But I look at, you know, I can read First Corinthians, and I can see Paul. First Corinthians, when Paul pulls out the machete, goes, and then Second Corinthians. He's like, guys, it's not that I wanted to hurt you guys. It's that I need you guys to understand the gracious love God has bestowed upon you guys. Yeah. And how the power of the gospel is is supposed to represent a change in your life. You guys are supposed to be changed people now that you have the Holy Spirit. They didn't know that. Then people thought that Paul was just bashing him. But it's because Paul loved them. But right. that's the thing. You got to know to what crowd you're doing it. You got to know why you're doing it. You can't just center your congregation on that. To, I'm gonna be that church that's gonna bam, 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 right? Because but but there, people aren't gonna change. There, there's people that need that in order oh, yeah. in order for yeah. them to feel like 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 it's powerful, like it's powerful. Yeah, yeah that's the sad part. <laughs> like, like what pastor, yeah. what our pastor says, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Numero Leo, no, it's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. heard it was not good. So I mean, I, I think there's a good balance that needs to be a good balance to it. Like like you can't preach the gospel without you know preaching. The bad part about it is that if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, fam, you are going to go to hell. I'm sorry to tell you that, but uh, I can't, like, if you come to me right now, I cannot justify that. Like, I I cannot tell you yes or no, because that's not my position. But Uh I know for a fact that if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that's that's the sad reality. But there's ways that you can present it. You don't have to say... Hey, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. <laughs> Repent. Yeah. Like there, there's strategies that you can use that yeah. you can preach the good thing about going to heaven, yeah. about there is a place that you can go um, and it's free. Uh, the 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 price has already been paid mm-hmm. and you can, you know, tell them mm-hmm. God sent his son yep. so that you will have eternal life. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, there's ways to preach the right things, but in a positive way yeah. and not in a negative way. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. And we're not, I would also, and yes. we're not, oh, sorry. And we're not even talking yeah. about sugarcoating. What we're saying, we're not talking about sugarcoating the message. I just want to put that out there because yeah. a lot of people are going to be like, yo, you guys, you guys are sugarcoating. No, 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 no we're not no, talking no, about no. sugarcoating. We're talking about having the right strategy to share the gospel. Yeah. That's just that it. Mm-hmm. You know, like Paul G- Jesus went to the Pharisees and called them hypocrites, but that's because those are the Pharisees. Those are the people of the law, the studious people, the ones that are supposedly holy. Mm-hmm. But he would go to the other people. He would say, the son of man came to save those. Right, 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 right. You yeah. know? So uh-huh. I, I was say, kind of piggybacking off of you, another 
I think kind of a tough pill to swallow, like on the other side of this conversation, right? Because right now we're talking about like, oh, these religious things are bad. But I think there's also the other side where people just want to go like wild with them, right? right? Like just get as many piercings and gauges and whatnot. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. But the other side of it is that Paul says, you know, when he's talking about like, the, like uh, people who, uh, he gives the example of people who, you know, are comfortable with you eating meat, right? Yeah, right. If they find it uncomfortable, don't eat meat in front of them, even if it's not, if you, even if you know it's not bad, don't yep. do it in front of them so that you don't. <laughs> Um, I forget the word he uses, but like you know, don't, you don't want to be disrupt like their soul or yeah. something like that. So like, like for my for myself, my example would be like the earrings. I know there's nothing wrong with my earrings, but when I go to church on a Sunday, and I, especially if I know I have to play, right? Because I play keyboard, um, I take them off because I know at the end of the day, if someone comes in there, walks through those doors, and they really have an issue with earrings <laughs> for some whatever <laughs> reason, yeah, I don't want to be the reason that they leave. And they yeah. can't receive yeah. a good no, message. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And that was right. like that was like something that confused me when I was like younger, like teenager, like like middle school, early uh, high school. I was like, what? It just didn't make sense to me yeah, 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 to yeah. do that because I always I, I don't know how I mis you know mistook it, but to me I always tried to read it as in like oh uh, look uh, uh, meat's not wrong to eat you know and I would ignore the part where he says uh, if even if you know it's not wrong don't do it. Yeah. Right, 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 I would right. ignore that part to justify, yeah. Yeah. and I know there's a lot of young people that do that. Like, yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't care what other people think. Yeah, right. So to a certain extent, you sh- you shouldn't care, but you should care. Yeah, right. Because at the end of the day, it's not about you and what you want to do. It's about someone getting saved. Right, right. right. Yeah. It's about someone getting freed and liberated from that, that legalism. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, not for sure. I, I th- like I said, like I was saying, there, there needs to be a balance that uh-huh. you need to set yeah. a line where. Uh, if you have a certain position in church or if you are, you know, um, serving, especially in this stage, uh, I, b- I strongly believe that, that, yeah, you need to, you need to watch out. Yeah. Um, I mean, Paul says, present yourself blameless. Yeah. And he says that he doesn't say it to the young believers. He says it to those ministers, to those people that are in front of the church, present yourself blameless. So. If you know that, you know, for example, if you know that you're going to direct a service, if you're going to sing or if you're going to preach, you know, you're not going to go wearing the tightest jeans that you got and <laughs> show every part of your body. You ain't going to do that. You're going to go with the with the attitude in like the way you act, but also in the way that you look so that people cannot focus on you, but focus on the message that God gave you to preach to them or, or, or the song that God wants you to sing. So yeah. it's all about, like you said, there's got to be a balance. There's always got to be a balance. But I think I think what we're focusing on and what we're hitting is just those extreme legalistic things that are just super illogical and they're so straightforward that yeah, nah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and we want to detach that from yes. the experience of church, exactly. right? Because especially a lot of young people, not only do they think church is boring, but then that's attached to it. Yeah. And we want we want y'all to know that's not part of right. Christ. That's not Christ's plan. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the 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 leadership in church is not Christianity. Jesus and God, that is Christianity. That's mm. that's you know the the center of it. And, right. Um. You know. Yeah. You, know, you shouldn't approach. I, we don't want people to approach church with that sort of like mentality. That sort of bias. You yeah. Know what I'm yeah. I, and I think when you do, you, you <laughs> when you do go to church and you go to a church like our church that is uh, trying to to not. It's not trying. It's doing. It's it's being a bridge. To connect people to the love of God, uh, I I think that you close yourself to the opportunity of actually growing mm-hmm. when you do put it those boundaries and you you have that mentality because you come with a closed mind and you don't allow God to to yeah. minister to your life. Exactly. But um, yeah, I think that there is an awakening happening in the younger generation. I believe that there is a craving for the truth that is happening on the, on the young generation. Um, and I think that, and I strongly believe that the Holy spirit is going to start switching the tides around, switching the atmosphere around where we're going to see people experience the gospel in the way that is written in the Bible. And one of the interesting things that we can rely on and have hope in is the fact that one of the things that the Holy Spirit is going to do and is doing when it's, when it's, when it manifests onto people is that it leads them to all truth. Yes. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will lead you to yes. all truth. And I strongly believe that this is the time that if you want to know who Christ is, if you invite Christ into your life, uh, 
If you uh, accept Jesus into your life, the Holy Spirit is going to come into your life and he is going to be the one that is going to guide you to all truth. Um, and he's going to reveal to you what really matters. And it's going to show you all these shenanigans that are mm. probably man-made and they are yep. 99.9% yep. of the time. They're made, man. They, they they're made by man. Yeah. yeah, or they're they're drawn from things that do not apply anymore. Like, yeah, like Leviticus or something. Yeah, you know, like, it doesn't make sense because like they'll the follow some, but not the others. You know, like they, like shrimp and 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 pig meat. Yeah, but they, they don't read the whole thing. So uh -huh. yeah, yeah. But uh, we have hope because um, there is a younger generation. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I've seen it mm -hmm. where there's has been an awakening, especially um, in our area. I've seen how certain churches have switched their kind of like mentality about it. They're being more open. Mm -hmm. um, but um, man. We have so much more to share. We have so many things yeah. to talk about. We could, we could do it. There's a oh, ton yeah. of yeah, other, you know, we just hit rules. The, we we could just hit the for. frosting. Yeah. The top. Just wait until <laughs> we get the layers of the cake. There's yeah. experiences. Yeah. There's yep. uh, stories. Um, uh, we are not going to gossip here, by the way. No. No. That is prohibited. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, God bless you guys. Man, hope you guys have a good night. Uh, this was... Uh, we'll, it could be night or day, so I don't know where are you watching this, right. when are you watching this, but I hope that this is a blessing to your life. I hope that uh, this edifies your life. Fam, if you want to try church, if you want to try Jesus, pick up your Bible, do your research, find a church, but you can also do your research. It's okay to visit more than one church mm -hmm. in order for you to find the one that you know you feel good in yeah um and once you do one of the mistakes that people do is that they continue to move from church from church from church from church at that point it becomes a bad habit a bad habit mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. church habit. you you need to be in a in a church and you need to stay in the church. Yeah, you need to become yeah. part of a community. Yeah, yeah. Your roots. And whoever says that they don't need church in order for them to grow, I'm sorry to tell you, you do need church. Yeah, right. The key to growing spiritually, the key to exercising the fruits of the spirit, is serving others and being with others. Exactly. So you're not prophet Elijah. So. Stop hiding. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, not the last You're one. You're not going yeah. up in a chariot of fire. Exactly. Just chill out. Go look for Eliseo. You know, go look for those seven thousand knees that haven't haven't bowed down to Baal. Come on, man. Uh, no, yeah, you're right for sure. You're right, man. You're but right. um, yeah, man. Uh, I think that there is a younger generation that is that is uh, giving me hope and and. I, I I I'm happy that this is happening. I'm happy that um things are turning around. Yes. Yes. And overall, uh just keep in mind, yes, we're debunking a lot of things and in our church, you know, we um we've debunked a lot of stuff and that's why, you know, when I came I always saw it as different, but that's because I was still living in that wrong ideology. Uh but now it's all debunked. Now it's all like Kevin, you were taught by a man. Not by God. So wake up, wake up, Sheesh. wake up. So uh, Christ fulfilled the law. So if you wanna, if you wanna come to a home, to a family, that we're not focused on what you look like, what situations you got going on, what battles you got going on. You know, we're not gonna point at you because of that. We, you know, we're gonna point at you because we want you. We want to be your family. That's it. We're gonna point at you to be like, hey, look, he's here. Welcome. You know. Um, but our church is open, sixty-five seventy, Dobbin Road. and you want to visit a church <laughs> and you don't know christ um we'd love to teach yeah, you yeah, christ we, we, uh, and introduce you yep we and our goal is man. not to you know uh grow just get more people no know, we want we you to grow yeah that's the thing we don't we don't want a fat church Nah, we want well, you yeah. to grow in fat knowledge Good knowledge, mm -hmm. good good growth. And then send you we to don't serve. Want to get fat yes. off of uh, you know junk food. We want 
nice hearty meal. Yes. Yeah, a nice healthy yes. congregation. Yes, pastor will teach like you about steak. He's got to start saying, bring the steaks yes. out. Our nice. pastor will teach you about steak. Nice medium. Yes. Nah, yeah. But um, nah, I think I think this has been a fruitful conversation. Uh, we're going to call it a night. I think we're... we're yeah. Yeah, good. I think I think was this good. was a. I feel like this is an introduction to what all the other topics about legalism that we can yeah. talk about. Bro. Yes, this is, this is good. It's good. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. We hope that this blessed you, and uh, share with your friends, share with family, share with that friend that has been telling you stop wearing that church. <laughs> Share it, share it, hey, share don't, it. Don't be, don't be going to church like you look like you're about to go to the strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> share it with yeah, that friend that's telling you. Modesty, modesty. Yeah, autos. you shouldn't, you shouldn't uh, wear see-through <laughs> and stuff like that. Man, I've seen some crazy stuff. Yeah. I'm not even going to front with share, you, man. Share it, share it, share it. In some way, I know God is going to bless them. I know God is going to speak to them. And uh, and there's more to come. This is only one of the first one of the first few episodes that we're still releasing. For sure. Welcome to the backyard. The backyard conversations. conversations. <laughs> but uh nah, it's been a pleasure, guys. Um like I said, we're here to the bless you. Uh if you have any any questions or any um topics or any anything that you would like to yes. see in the future, uh you can comment. You can uh send us a message. Yep. I would have been more than happy to. Yeah, even prayer requests, to be honest. Um, we're not the type of people that say, hey, we're going to pray for you and not pray for you. No, we will pray. Uh, we will pray. Yeah. We will pray. Uh, and uh, I think we, we have that conviction in our hearts that when we do say we're going to pray for you, we do pray. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, many more videos to come. Yes. Many more testimonies to come, especially from the PK kit. He is. What? Hey. Say no, say no. <laughs> Past the kids I don't insight. Have that much of a tumultuous testimony. Now I, I once heard somebody say that Joey is the person closest to Jesus that they have ever seen. Oh <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, my brother. <laughs> uh, but uh, nah, it's it's been a blessing, guys. Um, have a have a great day or day night, or night whatever you want to call it god bless you amen god bless catch you guys on the next Peace. one welcome to